The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta. It is Thursday, January 4th, gearing up for a not exactly thrilling Week 18 matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, as Andy Reid announced on Wednesday, Patrick Mahomes is not expected to play on Sunday. We expect several starters to sit in this one as well, but... Uh, they they were not as forthcoming with the uh, rest of the roster, but we know that the Chiefs quarterback will not play on Sunday. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sween, uh, kind of a lengthy injury report. Um, if there was Chiefs fans out there hoping that the Chiefs were going to play some starters, try to reach some milestones, the uh, Wednesday injury report does not make that look like a very good idea. No, uh, and and it was a, a, a little surprising just to see how long it was and players that were listed as did not participate. I mean, these are four, you know, you could argue this year of your, your cornerstones on the team, Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, Chris Jones, Jerry Sneed, all out of practice. <laughs> if you were picking four players uh, to be out of practice on the team, uh, you know, other than Patrick Mahomes, right? Like I think those four may be the, the names. So a little concerning there, but the, the, idea that you don't need this game lends you to the uh, strategy that is not playing any of these guys in this game. And I, I think if there's any question, especially with these key players, it doesn't matter that Isaiah Pacheco is in the realm of 1,000 yards. Same thing with Rasheed Rice. Uh, Chris Jones, you know, we've talked about his situation with the half sack or the, the bonus. Maybe there's something that he could work out with the team. And then with LeJarrius Sneed, uh, he, he forced himself to play through that injury and then was still, it did not practice on Wednesday. So that just goes to show maybe how much pain he's dealing with. I expect Legere seem to be completely shut down this week. I don't expect him to practice at all. I think he's going to let him rest and get back to it next Wednesday as they get ready for the wild card round. And so uh, we'll see with all these guys, Travis Kelsey is another one that we know he needs 16 
yards. He was a limited participant in practice. Uh, I just think if there's any question with any of these guys, there's no reason to play them milestone or not. And hopefully there's something they could work out with Chris Jones. Yeah, it's not what you want to see, because I think before yesterday's injury report, uh, as far as Travis Kelsey goes and like Andy Reid was playing kind of coy in his press conference yesterday, like, oh, you know, what are those conversations go like if a player wants to get in to reach that milestone and like not acknowledging Travis Kelsey's thousand yard streak and. I assumed that this would be something similar to what we've seen in the past where it'd be like Travis Kelsey would go in for the opening series of the Chiefs on offense, have a couple of design looks, try to get him the record really quick and then get him out of the game. But him popping up on the on the injury report with the neck injury, even in a limited participant in practice on Wednesday, makes me really question whether or not they're just going to have to bite the bullet and say, sorry, Travis, the, the streak's coming to an end. We can't put you out there on Sunday and a totally meaningless football game against the chargers where the chargers are going to be without several key starters. It seems like on Sunday as well as their roster has just been absolutely decimated this season. Yeah. No reason for the chargers to play. They're out of the mix you know, at this stage. And that's why this game is, is essentially a preseason game. I, I mean, I'm not trying to say, Hey, don't check the website this weekend, but there's, there's really nothing positive to be gained out of this uh, other than maybe get some guys, some opportunities who haven't played in a while. Blaine Gabbert was forthcoming yesterday in saying that he he believes the receivers that are going to receive the, the most playing time will be Kadarius Tony, McCole Hardman, and Justin Ross. So we're expected to see players who I think you know folks along the way have thought would be really involved in what would be a playoff game plan. But I think there is a scenario this weekend where these guys are getting a bunch of reps. And so I, I think that adds another interesting element to the game. I wonder how much of that is. Let's make sure they're conditioned for the postseason, but also can we trust these guys uh, in these scenarios? It would help Kadarius Tony a lot to have a good game, good, clean game on Sunday. So maybe he can regain some of that trust as you head into the postseason. Yeah, and Tony's still listed on the injury report right now with the hip and ankle injury, but he was a limited participant. And as you mentioned, Blaine Gabbert, they said that kind of alluded to him playing. Um, so that's something to watch as we move into the postseason. Um, you know, Darius Tony's banged up, but is there a chance that, you know, maybe there, there's some trust back in this relationship? I tend to not think so, um, but we'll, we'll see how, how that goes moving forward. And, you know, Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, Legereus Sneed, I, I don't think there's any reason for those guys to play. It'd be nice for Pacheco and Rice to hit those thousand-yard marks, but they're young players, young in their NFL career, obviously very important to this offense. Now, Chris Jones is the one that uh, I think is the most curious. If, if he manages to get back on the practice field this week, I have to imagine he's going to push the Chiefs to get I- at least a, a couple of series in and try to get a sack on Easton Stick to make sure he gets that million bonus. Yeah, uh, I I think he'll try to make quick work of it, just like the Chiefs will do on offense with Travis Kelsey. Uh, But again, you wonder about that injury dynamic. I mean, it wasn't did not participate. It wasn't unlimited for Chris Jones. And if the Chiefs are going to make any run this year, we know it's going to be defense first. And so think you really need uh chris jones to be healthy so it is an interesting conundrum uh we've been wondering about it and uh i'm sure we'll get some kind of update ahead of the game if he can't go whether or not the, the chiefs decide to pay 
that uh, million and a quarter to him with, you know, with the bonus. Uh, he did sacrifice some money with that holdout. Um, that was a, a strategy, him and his representation. But I, you know, I wonder if he looks back and, and wishes, wishes he would have taken some kind of deal with the Chiefs. It all comes to a head uh, with this, this playoff bonus or this uh, regular season bonus, and we'll see what, what ends up uh, happening with the Chiefs and their decisions. And like I said, I mean, I, I said this in yesterday's report, I would pay it. Um, but who knows what the Chiefs are thinking that regard. Yeah, $1.25 million uh, at the end of the season, especially uh, a year where Chris Jones was probably expecting to be uh, like easily reach that bonus and then try to push for that 15 sack bonus. Um, I would have to imagine he really wants to make sure he hits that number. So it, I, I don't think it's impossible for the Chiefs to be cool about it and say, hey, we're just going to give this to you just based on your previous work and our relationship with you. Um, uh, but that's something to monitor and all the injuries, something to monitor. We'll have everything uh, that you need to know at arrowheadpride.com. So make sure you stay locked in there. Uh, on Wednesday night, Pro Bowl rosters were announced and several Kansas City Chiefs did make the team, but it, it, it went to further highlight how little the Pro Bowl actually means and and how the Pro Bowl voting system is set up to kind of favor guys that are just more recognizable names than, than guys that are actually having incredible seasons. Uh, Chief Center Creed Humphrey makes the team, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Tooney and um, they, they all get into this year's Pro Bowl, but the biggest snub of the roster is obviously cornerback with Jerry Sneed, who, in my opinion, is having an all pro caliber season. I think Jerry Sneed is legitimately a first team all pro cornerback this season. So the fact that he did not make the Pro Bowl roster is a joke, but again, I don't think anybody takes the Pro Bowl seriously whatsoever. And if it were up to me, no chief would play in the Pro Bowl anyways, even if they're available and open that weekend if they happen to not be in the playoffs. Yeah, Pro Bowl voting is dumb uh, at this stage. They've now done away with the game, and it's more of you know skills competitions, things like that. Uh, the Pro Bowl team is silly. Uh, you know, I, I think the NFL never wants to turn away from a, a money driving weekend. Uh, but you can make a case that the Pro Bowl shouldn't even exist anymore. I mean, there is all pro voting, and that is way more accurate, typically, as to who uh, you know is is among the, the league's elite and who is it. I mean, we saw for years and years and years with Mitch Schwartz in Kansas City, where he would make all pro teams and would never make a Pro Bowl. Uh, and the thing that I think bothers me the most, uh, and like it's a good thing in the case of, of a Creed Humphrey who who makes it again. But it seems like a, almost like a club that you have to be voted into once, and then there's staying power there. But it's really hard for an emerging player to make his first Pro Bowl. It's almost like fans need to be reminded of uh, certain guys as, as they're voting. And you see, again, uh, guys that we know make it again, Jones, Kelsey, Mahomes, Tooney, um, and Humphrey. And so, I, you know, I just, I don't know. Uh, Nick Bolton. Willie Gay Jr., Isaiah Pacheco, Trey Smith, and as you mentioned, Steve Legereus, they made it as alternates. Um, but I think there's a case, as you uh, were alluding to, certainly uh, for Legereus Sneed. And I also think that Pacheco probably deserves some consideration there. I mean, I've said consistently here that I, I find him to be one of the best running backs in the league. Maybe he doesn't get as much opportunity as other guys, but he's definitely on that level. So some snubs here. But nobody really cares about the Pro Bowl games. Everyone cares about the Chiefs and their runs to the Super Bowl. And if they're able to 
pull that off once again, nobody will be going to the Pro Bowl game, so it won't even matter. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and just and go on a rant about how Legarius Sneed got snubbed at the Pro Bowl. It, it does not matter. What matters to these guys and the players specifically is All Pro, and Legarius Sneed's gonna be a first team All Pro corner. That that should be all that really matters to him and to the Kansas City Chiefs. But when you look at the corners that made it, like Pat Sertan, uh, Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, Denzel Ward, all those guys are great players who are having nice seasons, but None of them are having the lockdown season that Legarius Need is having this season. Denzel Ward's missed a bunch of time this season due to injury. Like, it, it really yeah. is just a popularity contest and not yeah. a what have you done on the field contest. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, it's a it's a name recognition, and uh, and like I said, I I think sometimes uh, with anything you can have addition by subtraction. That there's a lot of uh, areas in life where that makes sense. And I, I actually think the league would be better to just cut the Pro Bowl out uh, at this stage. But, you know, again, it's always tough to see the league go in a direction where you'd be, you'd be sacrificing, um, you know, any kind of, any kind of money flow. So I, I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I just don't. Nobody even watches it. I don't, I don't even know who we're doing it for anymore. But uh, before we get out of here, I, I just want to mention really quick, uh, Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker was named the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week for Week 17, obviously going 6-for-6 six six in a Chiefs win over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, just continuing uh, an incredible season for the Chiefs kicker. He's only missed a couple of field goals all year long. It's been absolutely lights out for the Chiefs. Coming off of uh, kind of a rough season last year where we saw him get hurt and he kind of struggled to stay healthy all throughout the year, missed a lot of field goals. Bounces back this season with like an all pro caliber uh, season for the Chiefs and for a Chiefs for a Chiefs team that has had mistakes constantly this season. Harrison Butker has at least been the one constant, one of the elite players on the team that you seemingly can always count on. Yeah, you know he's, he had uh, one blip this year, you know where he had the two missed kicks, but that's about it. Uh, he's been very, very, very good. And in this last game. Uh, after a few missed kicks, as I was describing, he realigned and was able to hit the final six in a row. Uh, and so 19 points is the most kicking points in a single game this season by any kicker. And so he gets the special teams player of the week and uh, deservedly so. Yeah, if you still play in a fantasy league with kickers like me and Pete do, hopefully you had Harrison <laughs> yeah. Butker in your championship right. game because he uh, – <laughs> Gave you an AFC player of the week performance uh, in that matchup. So Harrison Bucker's incredible season continues, but uh, we'll, we'll still keep you up to date on everything you need to know at arrowheadpride.com all throughout this week. Um, you know, I, I think the chiefs injury report is something to really monitor just to gauge if we're going to see any of these starters actually play at all on Sunday um, to try to hit some incentives and milestones. Uh, but we'll try to keep you up to date there at arrowheadpride.com. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PGSween. I'm Stephen Surtz, where you can find me. We will be back tomorrow morning with a live edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. Mm-hmm. 
Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.